Welcome to High Performance. This is what's in store today. When you touch some people, you, you feel the energy. You feel if it's good, if if need love, if it's upset, if it sleep well, if, you know, you, you can have uh, a lot of information that is so important after to manage because you are not going to manage a robot. You are going to manage a, a person that you are going to ask for the best. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hi there, I'm Jake Comfrey. You're listening to the High Performance Podcast, the podcast that delves into the minds of some of the most successful athletes, visionaries, entrepreneurs, leaders, and artists on the planet and aims to unlock the very secrets to their success. So, Damien, I think you're rather going to relish the next hour or so. Absolutely, looking forward to it. Yeah, this is... um this is a man that seems to um, create a real family atmosphere in the cultures that he develops to achieve high performance. So I'm looking forward to exploring that. So am I. Right, let's get going then and welcome a man who, as a teenager, was scouted by Marcelo Bielsa, who had a lasting impact on him. He won trophies at Newell's Old Boys, Espanyol and PSG as a player. He played for Argentina, getting to Michael Owen pretty well in 2002. Yeah. He's now best known for management. Impressive spells at Espanyol and Southampton took him to Tottenham, where he took them to finals. He did delivered their best league finish in 25 years. He played football that was as effective as it was impressive. And he left after five and a half successful years. But what are his secrets? His secrets to inspiring people, to selecting people, to remaining relentless, to creating culture, to dealing with disappointment, yet still remembering how important family and friends are. What can Maurizio Pochettino tell you to help you live a high-performance lifestyle. Well, Mauricio, first of all, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for letting us into your home to have this conversation. It's hugely appreciated. When I say high-performance, what do you think of? High-performance is uh, to try to be close always, uh, to be the best, uh, give your best, uh, be ahead of everything that happened around you, um, be with the best uh, people that you you can uh, find uh, or being being curious that is so important um, not accept that everything that you are doing is is good always to put in question yourself I don't know uh, I can talk during a few minutes uh, high performance is um, is always um, trying and trying and trying to to improve to learn and be curious to be in in always in communication with the, the best people trying to to learn and be and be ready let's talk about Marcelo Bielsa he came into your life at quite a young age how much of an impact did he have on you I suppose I'm wondering whether you grew up with this relentless high performance mindset wanting to be the best and to get the best from people around you or whether it was the influence of people like Bielsa that opened the door for you showed you the way yes I think Marcelo play a, a very important uh, 
game for for us. All the players that were under his management always, uh, I think, um, like or not like your, they, uh, his method or not, or philosophy, I think uh, that we, how you introduce uh, that podcast, uh, say about, to, I think they can... Um, inspire us i think that was the most the most important thing uh, one definition for him that he put the seed in my brain uh, to try to find uh, my way in what i i love it to, to do is to play football and and then to to be a coach that i think was the most important because uh, i am not a follower of him uh, or i am not doing what he's doing because it's impossible because he, he's uh, unique but yes uh, he can inspire myself um, trying to find my way and, and try to create my own way i found it interesting Maurizio, that um, you recount that he came to your house when you were 14 and got you up in the middle of the night to uh, to recruit you and then he watched you for five minutes in one performance and decided that he wanted you to be part of to be part of his team what was it you think that he recognized in you in that five minutes that made him want to invest his time with you yes i think i was one that after i was successful but for sure they appear maybe like me maybe thousand histories sim- maybe similar but maybe 90 99% of these uh, situation never been successful like I was, I guess, maybe, no? Uh, in this moment, what you are going to do when you are at uh, 2 o'clock in the morning in a house in the middle of nowhere in a town like Murphy, that you knock the door and two people uh, wake up and, and say, oh, we want to see your, your son. And what you need to do is to... Um, use your uh, seduction like to um, to be very nice and kind I say oh what a nice legs he's going to be the best central back or player in the in the world and then happen or not happen you know yeah. always we we explain the history that are very successful but the, the, the history that are not successful but it's important to know that Bielsa wasn't alone Bielsa was with Jorge Grifa Jorge Grifa for me uh, is another very important person like Marcelo, no? Uh, because he was the director of the academy, and he was very was a great character. He was a great player in Atlético de Madrid during ten years. I remember always uh, Luis Aragonés say to me one day, Jorge Grifa, learn myself and us uh, how win was a winner. All that that situation happened. But it happened because a group of players, um, um, Marcelo was a great character, but was um, with one of the best, uh, I think, characters and personality that I, I knew in football, like Jorge Grifa. It's like uh, when people talk about uh, uh, myself, no? But I am not alone. It's Jesus, it's, it's Tony, it's Mickey, it's different, different people that make you look better. And some, and for me, they are so important. Like uh, I am important, and maybe now I am talking with you. But um, today, um, I think uh, football is changing. Like the rules are, are changing, and in uh, the model change, the the way to work change, the group of the coaching staff change. Um, the player need to be managed for in a different way. 
Now you need that the group, the coaching staff become the leader. Of course, it's different face, different character inside. But um, now um, we try to, to change that mentality that is only one name, one sure. face. Now it's the leadership become uh, through the group of the staff. If not today, the, the player need to feel that Jesus is the leader too. Not only the gaffer, but Tony the same. Um, you know, all the people um, need to create that um, way Yeah, For, because the player need to to are the complete different, and you need to evolve. And today, the the society and the the young player are living in a different world. Reading your own accounts of uh, of of Jorge Griffa, you spoke about him being a father figure, and he was somebody that when you moved away at 14, he like you described that he helped you as much as a person, as much as a player. Yes, I think was they were ahead of the time. I think Jorge Grifa and Marcelo Bielsa they were 20, 30 years ahead of the different clubs. And always was make me think. Uh, I was very lucky to meet these people that uh, make me better uh, player, but a great person uh, with a great mentality. Of course, my father, my family uh, were there and helped me to, to be the man that I am today. But of course, uh, how important are the people that spend 12 hours with you in the training ground are so important. That is why the people are key and you need to, to have lucky into meet uh, people that can help you to, to achieve your dreams uh, in your professional side and, and of course, like a person too, because uh, I think uh, can be compatible. Uh, I think that is the most important when you can see a very nice professional with a great talent Uh, very humble people and great people. Um, I think that is the most, um, for me, is the most uh, value that you can find in a, in a professional. So when you talk about football changing and people changing, in the modern game, how do you inspire um, a 19-year-old who earns lots of money, plays in a beautiful stadium, trains in a beautiful training ground, travels everywhere first class, their attention to detail or their attention span is short these days. As a manager, as a group of managers and leaders, including Jesus and the rest of the team, how, what's the trick to getting into those minds of modern young yes, people? First of all, you need to know the young lad that you have him from because all came from a different uh, background. And you need to inspire uh, for sure Dele Ali in different way that you are going to inspire Hurricane or Hugo Lloris uh, with different age. When you know and you have um, the capacity, like a group, to identify the, the profile of the player, to know every single uh, situation that happened in the past, when they were a child, where they grow, uh, they came from Brazil, they came from uh, Ireland, from Korea, I think you cannot inspire all in the, in the same way. And the circumstances are so important because all are in a different uh, circumstance in the moment that you are going to, to face them and to talk with them. And um, the reality changes uh, every day and you need to be updated every day about what, what is going on inside them. 
And, and how do you do but that? But that is the key. Do you that just is a, talk to them well, a lot? That is, that is why that Shenwin, we spend more than 12 hours on the, on the training ground. And how important is uh, not only my closest staff, if not all the staff. Our first thing that when we arrived to Espanol or when we arrived to Southampton or to Tottenham was to work with, with the staff, with the club staff. Because the club staff, they, they need to understand us, what, how we are, how we need to work, and we need to listen to them, how they love to work or the habit that they, uh, they have. No, because they come from different way to work. And we need to, to centralize and to try to create our own philosophy. You need to create your own philosophy. If not, it's impossible because the kidman or the chef or the physio or the doctor, like the assistant manager or the manager, I think we need to believe and to build our um, own way. If not, if we believe in different way to, to work or to do the things, we are going to crash in some, in some point. And the message that is going to arrive to the player is going to be completely different. And then when the weakness arrive and when the problem arrive, that is going to make you to be strong and stick with your ideas. Because always happen. Uh, 11 players that play are strong, mentality, happy, exciting and motivate and believe in everything that you are going to tell. But the rest that are on the bench or the player are not in the squad, they cannot see the door open and to listen different voice. Okay, yes, no, listen different voice, yes, but not different way to translate the message. And that is so important to stick with the message. But first of all, we need all belief and we need to be part. The kidman need to put his ideas on the group and he need to, to feel that, oh, look, my idea is so important to build this philosophy. And if you can create that, it's, it's going to be massive. That is why I think Tottenham was very successful in, in five years, in the moment that we start to, to open doors, start to disappear these, mm. these magic things, you know? That is, is, is painful to see that, but, but, um, but uh, that is, is, is important when, when you are successful, to keep the successful, is to be strong with this and to try to improve in this. Uh, in right. This, so you uh, keep the same exactly. approach, but you improve it. Yeah. So what would you say then were the three non-negotiable behaviours that when you've been at Espanyol, Southampton, and, and Tottenham, what are the three behaviours that define your culture? Yeah. To be honest, I was changing in my period like a manager in eleven years. Um, First, first day, I, I said to myself, I'm not going to negotiate and I'm going to be inflexible in, in all the situation that I believe that uh, need to be in some direction. But after, with the time, <laughs> I was I trying to, I think, cross the line to the opposite. You start to feel that you need to negotiate and you need to be flexible. Like in the game, you know, um, you need to be flexible and not rigid. And I think now I am, I am more in this another side that why not to negotiate? Why not to be flexible? I think all the circumstances are different and I think make you to find better solution. And I think uh, you can uh, deal better with the, with the problems. And, and I think, uh, uh, when I was with not experience, 
I think that is why, with no experience, I was a worst manager that I am today, you know. So when did that realisation of having to be flexible, when, at what stage did in your career? I think it was growing because, uh, and then you met people that made you change your vision of the thing and you improve, um, you know. That is why uh, always uh, we talk, uh, like a group of um, our responsibility is to try to provide always the best thing to the to the staff and to the players. I think it's... Uh, uh, you need to be curious and no stick if something work believe that is going to work forever i think if today work you need to think that maybe tomorrow no work and we, you need to find a solution or to evolve in this in this aspect and i think it's it's so important to have people with this interest in in about to always thinking that we need to change we need to change because you need to uh, progress and you need to be better and learn every every day. So that fits with the story that you tell when um, when Bielsa came to Espanol and you say that he, he made you cry because he said that you, yes. you were in a comfort zone. So how do you stop getting in that comfort zone now that you're a coach? Who stops you getting too comfortable? Yes, I think it's natural now. I, I, I think it um, was a massive shock, f shock for me in this moment um, because you believe when you are uh, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23 that you are mature enough. But <laughs> if you are, uh, people make you believe uh, that you are God, uh, on, uh, in this moment you stop to learn and you stop to, to grow and you stop to, to get mature. In this moment, I think Bielsa was a massive impact for me because I say, what you are telling me? I was the best central back last season in, in Spain. But in this moment, you know, I realized, and when he explained to me, uh, I said, yes, what a stupid I was. I was a, like a child, uh, behave very immature and no behave like a I mean that I, I believe I, I believe that I was, and in this moment I think it was a big shock, and I think it was to get mature very quick and start to to think and to change in the way that uh, I, I was thinking. So how do you now deal with players who you don't think are buying into your philosophy? What's your approach to them? No, I think uh, first of all, it's not my philosophy; it's our philosophy, and then. Like the staff, with the staff we build a, a philosophy. I think the player, I think you need to to work with them for them to understand that our philosophy is to try to find the best way and the best tool for them to perform in the way that they, they want to perform. Because on the end, it's very, it's very simple, the psychology in football. I was a professional player, I played World Cups, I win titles when I was a player. Um, some manager maybe didn't play football in a professional side. I play. Uh, no one can uh, tell me how you feel. And only if you are a professional player, you are going to understand yeah. this player. But the player um, is so simple because the player wants to play. And the player wants to be the best on the, on the, on the pitch. 
And when you are the, uh, the, the assistant manager, the coach, the goalkeeper coach, the first, uh, the physio, the doctor, all they, they need uh, to feel the confidence and need to feel the trust in the people that is close to you. And when the player understands that you are working for them, it's not about philosophy to play 1 4 4 2 or 1 4 3 3 or play uh, more defensive in a contra attack or dominate the game. It's, it's about that they feel that you want the best for them. That is the, the most important thing philosophy, methodology, style of football, or different ideas, I think, are not important. First of all, they need to understand the player that all that we are going to do are not to punish them. Always, always if we are not going to give one week uh, off, it's because we want the best for them. It's not because we don't want that then the, uh, enjoy life. It's because they are professional. If after one game and you are going to play another game and if you give three days off and the player go to France, to, to Spain, and Spain, nice life. Yes, first of all, the players are going to be happy because you're allowed to go and enjoy with... But after, when they are not going to performance on the pitch, they are going to attack you and say, oh, come on, you need to be professional. But that is difficult to uh, create this uh, thin line that uh, be fair when the player needs uh, holidays, when the, the player needs rest, but when you need to push them. But always is for me that is the, the key the key point, and the player need to trust in you. If some player one day is running, another is doing shim, another is at home, they need to understand it's the best for them because it's the day preparation that are going to help them to performance in the way that they want in the on the pitch. See, there's a word there you've used twice, Mauricio, that really interests me. Um, you've, so you've spoken about only trust. Twice. And only twice. But, yeah, but you spoke about the importance of trust. Yes. And it seems, looking at your coaching career, that, that you develop a, um, a family feel around the teams that you coach, where trust is obviously essential. I'm interested of how do you go about building trust with players that you've never met before? When day by day. Day by day, this is the only way uh, with your behavior and being natural and behave like you are. I think that is the most important. It's, it's, it's one thing is when we arrive uh, uh, at, at, at Tottenham, because uh, how we are, we are very close people, Latin people. Um, we love to, to hug, to shake hands, uh, to kiss. And first day that we arrived to the training ground, uh, 27th of May, that we signed our contract in 2014, we arrived to the restaurant, we shake hands with, the, with all the people. Uh, we see the, the staff, we shake hands. We see the, the chairman, we shake hands. That is respect, is to, is to be close, is to touch, is to, is to be interested for the people that you are going to spend time working and fighting to try to win. Yeah. <laughs> that is, when you touch some people, you, you feel the energy. You feel if it's good, if if need love, if, if it's upset, if it sleep well, if, you know, you, you can have uh, a lot of information that is so important after to manage, because you are not going to manage a robot, you are going to manage a, a person that you are going to ask for the best, and you are going to try to get the best to try to 
achieve the all that you want and that so is when so you important. shake hands then and yes. you sense that there is a negative energy or or there is a lack of energy yeah, negative positive you feel everything yeah so yeah, how but you don't need to be a, a special person i think we have all the capacity to feel i think you you all feel if i shake hands with power with negativity because i like you or because i don't like you is that is the moment to create some link what do you do then if you get a negative feeling? Yes, you need to find why. We, we always talk uh, when we arrive in the morning uh, that you plan uh, to, to do some training session. But after when you feel the group, you say, no, we are going to change. Or we are going for, for some meetings and we are going to talk about some subject. And in the moment that I feel when shake hands or when I feel the, the atmosphere on the, on the room, we change and we talk about I don't know where. It's, it's always, I think it's so important uh, to have the plan, but always be uh, very uh, aware about what the, 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 the player need or the team need in, in every single moment. Because football is like this, it's about to take decision, make decision in the moment that you know how you feel. Uh, and football is about, about feelings. You speak about energy. The other attribute that seems important for you is attitude. Yeah. How do you define attitude? Yeah, but life is about attitude. <laughs> if you don't have attitude, you're not going to achieve nothing. Sure, no. but people listening to this, how, like, what would you explain is attitude? Yes, I think it's everything. In life, it's everything. You can have all the talent that God provides you when you're born, or your mom, your genetic, or your dad. But without attitude, you are not going to achieve nothing. You can dream, but without attitude, nothing. You are going to have luck if you have the right attitude. That is so, why, for me, it's so important, the attitude. So if there was a young player listening to this podcast, how would you explain what you look for as a good attitude? Sometimes we blame this young lad because of uh, their behavior, but we need to go f farther and to find why they behave in the way that they behave. And it's difficult to advise these people if you don't know from where they, they came and they, why they behave in the way that they behave. The advice is it's difficult to advise if you don't know the people. It's easy to say, okay, my advice is to, you need to uh, trust in your coach. You need to do what your uh, sports science say. You need to let uh, coach yourself you need to be nice kid <laughs> that I seen is is easy not to to advise uh, the people to have a word but the most important is not that the most important is how you are going to build the trust how you are going to build that they are going to listen and do what you advise that I seen is the most the most important thing to find the way to do this because to give advice is easy. You know, you need to, to teach this, this, this uh, uh, young lad. And that is why sometimes it's easy to blame. It's not ready. Okay, it's not ready, and yeah, We know all that is not ready. That is why he's young. But you need to work with him to be ready. Yep. You know, and that is what maybe is our capacity, like a group, to try to create a big group in all the club that we were, like Southampton or, or Espanol, to create the, and to build the platform for the, not only the young, the senior player too, 
or Hugo Lloris with 30 at all and be the best keeper and and won the World Cup with France. I think to use all the platform to to improve, like a player, but in an, in in the same way, growing in the same level, like a professional and like a player, you know. And then it's up to them to use this uh, platform. That is, a, I think, is important to understand. No. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Today's episode of High Performance is in partnership with MindLift, and many of you may have heard already that in 2023, I decided to give MindLift a go, the neuroscience-based, personalised brain trainer to improve your focus and your relaxation. So I popped on the headband, I downloaded the MindLift app and connected to my own personal neuro coach. And look, because of my job as a podcaster, I get to experience so many different things that people tell me are going to benefit my life. And in all honesty, once I started using MindLift, I just found that I felt sharper, my focus was better. And I think something else that you can't necessarily feel is that it offers an improvement for overall brain health. I also was really reassured by the fact that this is trusted by clinicians around the world. I know for a fact it's used by top athletes. I've spoken to some of them about how much they love it. And the fact that the whole experience is customised by your own neuro coach, I think just makes it really smart. So if you want to get involved and you're interested, now is the time with a $40 discount exclusively for you. And if you want to get $40 off your first subscription, just go to mindlift.com slash highperformance. That's M-Y-N-D-L-I-F-T dot com slash highperformance. Hey, look, as you know, in high performance, we love to highlight businesses doing things a better way. That's why we're proud to partner today with Mint Mobile. And when I found Mint Mobile, I had to share it with you. They've ditched retail stores and all the overhead costs and passed those savings on to you. Right now, Mint Mobile has wireless plans starting at $15 a month. That's unlimited talk and text plus data for $15 a month. And for me, those numbers are fantastic. I've been paying way more than that for my whole life. So if you hate your phone bill, Mint Mobile can offer you premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. All the plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can choose from three, six or 12-month plans. Say goodbye to your monthly phone bills. So to get your wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash HPP. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash HPP. Additional taxes, fees and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. How great does it feel when you take experienced older players, players who've been at a club for a long time, young players, players you've bought for huge amounts of money and you've put them all together and you've made the attitude work. You walk in the room, you feel a good energy, you go out on the field, they play the way you want them to play, they talk to each other the way yeah. you want them to talk. No, because I think, yes, I, 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 it's so simple. When you are capable to create a nice environment, happy environment with a good energy, 
all the people that arrive for different level, different country, different nationality, different culture is going to be that atmosphere is, is going to be so powerful that it's going to involve you in this similar energy. Like when it's negative, it's so powerful negativity that is going you can arrive being so nice and positive and smiling but after a few minutes you are going to be the be in the same circle no that is why um, we need to protect every day and in every single decision and sometimes when that is difficult for people to understand, understand when the people believe that understand football but football is is simple but in the same time it's so complicated because one thing can change this positivity and change in, in negativity and all that run well is going to run uh, uh, wrong wrong yeah yes and that is why is is when you win games <laughs> you need to work more to try to keep winning because it's easy to go down but when you go down it's so difficult to turn and again go up when you look back on your time at Tottenham is the thrill for you the finals and the big wins, or is the thrill for you improving people, creating a culture, creating an environment of positivity where everyone is lifted up and everyone becomes a better version of themselves? Or is it just three points? What's the thrill? First of all, I think in football, uh, you need to create or build things or coach or work how you are. You know, and we are not going to change. Uh, I cannot manage the team like uh, uh, Guardiola or Klopp. Be you, no mask. Exactly, you need to be yourself. And of course, uh, it's part of our identity, like uh, coaching staff, in the way that we work. I think with a structure and helping the player to be better, I think you are going to be close to win titles. But of course... uh, when I was a player uh, or when I was a child, I, lo- I always win. I always was about to, to compete. I love the game. I love to play football. But more than play the game, I love to compete. <laughs> I want to win in everything. For me, in a professional high performance, is compete. Yeah. But for, for, for being the best uh, competitor, you need to be professional and to have a plan and to have organization and to create this, or to build this platform that is going to be the best thing to, to help you like an individual player, but a collective player because football is a collective sport. And I think is, if you have the capacity to invest every season, 300 million, and you are going to, be, um, to bring the best player in every single position, of course, you are going to be close to win more than if you don't have this type of capacity or quality player and not only with the platform you are going to win but i think when the mix is you can have the best player that you have that you can find with the best platform to perform i think you are going to be close to win big things i'd like to get your thoughts on fault versus responsibility because i believe that lots of people hide behind fault. They blame everything else for things that aren't right. Whereas we should all take 100% responsibility for the situation we're in. And I often look at football managers and I think for you and for Jesus and for the whole team, the whole management team, there's always lots of people and lots of things you can blame. Ah, blame the referee. Ah, blame the goalkeeper. Ah, blame the missed penalty. Blame the crowd. How important in life is it, regardless of your job, 
to take complete responsibility for you and for your surroundings and for the direction your life goes? Yes, I think it says you need to be responsible about your life first and you need to, to feel that you drive your life and you need to be confident that how you are going to drive your life is going to, is going to bring all that you want. And then is the idea that you are going to translate that, of course, there's a lot of circumstances that can happen during uh, a game of football. The VAR can, in, can be good or bad for your interest. Uh, some decision can affect, yes, but in a short period. But I think you need to always think uh, that is your responsibility. If you don't win the game, it's because you need to improve and be better the, the next day. And if we talk about the final of the Champions League, uh, you know, how the VAR was using after, uh, that was penalty, that's uh, another that was more clear, handball wasn't penalty, you know, that can affect. Uh, but if after that we were maybe capable to score twice, for sure we win, we were better, we were better than Liverpool, I profit to say that. We were better than Liverpool in this final. We deserve more. And we propose, I think, and we dominate. And they score, of course, and they win. Uh, some circumstances that affect us. But I think uh, if we show this capacity to score more goals than your opponent, for sure you'll win. But it was our responsibility to lose, the, to lose the, the final. And we cannot blame the referee decision or the VAR decision. But, you know, in this business, all is possible. Uh, all is, uh, you, you need to accept all the ideas and all the way to work and uh, analyze the, the thing that happened in, the, in, in football, you know. How long does it take you to process a defeat? <laughs> I'm still thinking... When it's a massive disappointment in, in your life, uh, of course, that, that is, is, is football disappointment, sport disappointment is completely different when the real life uh, affects you. Yes, it's, it's, it's going to be, you know, in, in some point, it's very proud to, to, to help a club like Tottenham to achieve the, the Champions League final and, and to work and, and I think made an unbelievable season. But in some point, really sad because it was a great opportunity for us to, to be in the history of, fo of football and, and to provide the fans a massive uh, happiness. And for us uh, to say we were capable with everything again uh, uh, to be very successful. If you leave the trophy, you are very successful. But the second is, is a failure, no? But we are not thinking like this. But of course... Uh, that is 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 uh, make you sad because, of course, the people recognize the the job that was fantastic. But um, to finish winning the Champions League uh, should be um, amazing. So mentally, when do you draw the line and say, right, we forget it now. We've had the disappointment. We now look forward again. How long does that take you before you make that decision? I wanted to move quick forward. But I don't want to say nothing that, uh, you know, because now it's in the past. Uh, I think it, what Damien means is in your head, when do you decide, right, there's no point focusing on a defeat now, now we go forwards, because I, what's the benefit to dwelling on a no, defeat, you know? Monday, that was Saturday, Monday, I was thinking in, in to try to build again. Uh, Almost immediately. Immediately, yes, because when you are so competitive, 
And when you are a winner, you know stuck in the in the in the past. Uh, you lose, but you want to win tomorrow again. You want to play and to start to work into build. But the problem is when you're not fine. <laughs> but you're able to do that because in, you've reached a point in your life where you can use failure or negative experience as an energy source. You can do that, can't you? That drives you on to the next thing, yeah? But not everyone can do that. Some people just get knocked by failure. They get knocked by disappointment. I wasn't knocked because of we didn't win the final. Because it was a massive... We want to take like a massive experience for us and learn and to be ready again for the next uh, season. Because we were fighting to be on the top four. In the same point that we were fighting to be in the final of the Champions League against Manchester City or first Borussia Dortmund, Manchester City and, and Ajax, we were fighting to be in the top four. And we, with Harry Kane injured, with Son that not played the first few months because was, uh, we gave the possibility to be in the Asian Cup to try to avoid the military service. Yeah. No one told one talk about that uh, because today Sony is in, in Tottenham because we allowed them, allowed him to go to play two competitions that wasn't uh, compulsory for and rather to say no, be selfish and say no because I am the coach, I need to win Sony stay here but for because of the club because if not two years and you need to stop the contract with, with Son. But no one say nothing about that. That was my decision, or was our decision, to pro provide him the time to go to... We, we didn't have in the first six months, we didn't play with Son, and then was injured too, or different players that were, were injured. But, you know, um, I think that the most important is when you are a, a winner and you love to compete, you move quick yeah. on. But the problem was how to move, you know, and to start again to build this new project that for me was finished, the chapter was finished with the final of the Champions League. How, how do you learn that though? Like forget the Champions League and even forget Tottenham. In life, how do you learn to get defeated or beaten in whichever circle and then to move on again? How, how, is that, how do people learn to do that, to stay positive? With experience. Because only with experience, when you suffer the failure, when you suffer the, and you are very successful, when you are very successful today, to, you, you need to feel that tomorrow doing the same, maybe you fail. And you say, why? And you put in question yourself. And when you fail, you say, oh, I need to stick with my ideas because I'm going to, I need to be strong because tomorrow I can win. So failure is good. <laughs> I don't like failure because I fail a, a, a lot. But I, I think all the in life always you are going to have the percentage of failure and and successful are going to be in your life, no, in different. Uh, so, what would you say has been the most um, valuable failure that you've had in your career? <laughs> I don't know. I think in every single experience you create some emotion. If you uh, are um, aware about that, make you capitalize the, the experience with that emotion and make you for sure better. Um, so is the one particular incident where you look back now and you can recognize how valuable the lessons that it taught you was? 
I, I cannot say one. I think plenty or thousands of experience uh, that in every in every circumstance make you to realize uh, that maybe you need to change or you need to do the thing better. Of course, the, the last one was was the champion of the the final of the Champions League. Or are you a better manager for losing the Champions League final? No, I am. I'm not better manager. But it's true that uh, if I gave my best, I'm going to give again uh, my best and one step more, farther. You know, that is... Uh, There's a because fire I don't in want you, to, yeah. I don't want to feel again yeah, that, yeah. that emotion. And, and that experience, for sure, like a group, uh, is going to make us to... We are going to face again a similar situation. Of course, that we need to put different because it's going to be different circumstances, but try to to be further in, in our preparation or in the way that we are going to take the decision, for sure. And is it a good reminder that even in a world as exciting as football, you need to stay connected to the real world, the world outside of the game? Because when you have these low moments or even the high moments, the reality is not football. The reality is the real world. Is that important to you? Yes, the problem for us, the uh, real world is football, is our, our real world with our family, our friends, uh, the fans, the board, uh, the people that work every day with you, um, that is our real world. Um, I don't know, I think the problem is um, sometimes the stress or the pressure about the money, about the business, make you to lose the focus that football is a game that you need to behave natural because it's, you are a, a talented people that you are involved in football because you are talented, not because because of money or because you play football or we coach football, not because it's our way to find money to enjoy what I what is my passion. My passion is football. I don't need money. I play football because I love the game. Our responsibility is to say, Football is not an ordinary business, and people need to understand. But today, it's managing this game, this spirit, this spirit, this uh, passion, this obsession. All that is managing for people that only think maybe in business. Yeah. And sometimes they believe because they are in football involved for 20 years. They believe that understand all that emotions and that psychology that only you understand you were involved in the dressing room or you touched the ball in front to 100,000 people or 100 million when you are playing in the World Cup, that pressure is, is not when you are you in front, I don't know, or when you are talking in front to the TV or in the radio that the people is listening to you, that affects your psychology and, and your decision. And that is why Football is is changing a, lo a lot, and and um, you know um, it's so it's so it's so interesting. I'm always fascinated that you shared a room with Diego Maradona when you were a teenage boy. <laughs> what one lesson did you learn from him, the greatest footballer of all time, that you've carried through to to today? Yes, lucky that we have some pictures. And can show to my kid, <laughs> yeah. that, and my friend, that I was with Diego Maradona when I, I was uh, was playing with him. I think this, the what I learned from from him uh, 
again, it's not about football. Yeah. Because he was a, was a genius, he's a genius. Uh, it's about how simple he was. Huge <laughs> uh, personality, uh, the best player in the world, how humble he was, and the spirit of that he was like a guardian of uh, protecting the spirit of the game. The football is collective and how he respect his teammate. That is, I think, was the most important thing that I learned from him. He was playing for him, but more for to try to, to help the team to win. I was lucky to, to, to share with him six months, but every single uh, teammate that he has, all talking the same way. My final question, all the things that you've learned, all the highs, all the lows, all the travels, all the journeys. When you next stand in front of a bunch of football players at a new club, what's the first thing you will say to those players to get them immediately understanding what is required from you? Yes, I think, always I think is the key, the first synthesis, the first word, the first uh, hello, <laughs> when the first you met and joined. I think more than the verbal sentences of war is... Your, your attitude and your energy that you are going to translate the, the player. The first always is about um, we are here to try to help you to be the best and to be better every single day. And we need to, to split professional than human side. Uh, we are going to be there if you need some advice about because we are older than you. But and then my decision, my our decision, our professional decision cannot be affected for our personal relationship. One thing is we are friends, another is if you deserve to play or not. And no mix that is so important. I think it's two separate things. I love that. Listen, thank you so much for giving up your time today. I, you know, we really appreciate it. I think that the big takeaway for me from this conversation, and I know that you're a believer in universal energy, is just bringing positivity into the room. If you bring positivity, you know, it's all taking, yes. taking no. something in the right direction. It's like then, this. And then it's of up course. to them. Exactly, it's up to them and it's like this. Well, since we recorded that podcast with Maurizio Pochettino, obviously coronavirus has somewhat disrupted our lives. Therefore, Damien and I can't be together for what is our usual post-interview debrief. But... It's safe to say we both found Maurizio fascinating and we really did want to share our thoughts. So, first of all, here are Damien's reflections and also his own advice for staying positive at such a difficult time. I think my reflection on it was a distinction that he made between um, footballers and the human being behind it. And it reminded me of an interview I did many years ago with uh, Angelo Dundee, who was the trainer of Muhammad Ali and Sugar Ray Leonard. And in the conversation that I had with Angelo, I kept talking about uh, his work with fighters and he stopped me and he said, can I just clarify? He said, I don't work with fighters, I work with men that just happen to fight. That to me reminded me of what Mauricio was saying. He doesn't work with footballers, he works with young men that just happen to play football. And I think what that means is that he really does seem to invest in the human side of it. He treats them as humans and you can see why that engenders such loyalty and commitment from people. As you say, we're living in really quite unusual times and I think my advice to anybody that's listening to this podcast is be kind. And that starts by being kind to ourselves. 
I think when we start from the position of being kind to ourselves, it gives us the opportunity then to start treating others with kindness and empathy and respect and understanding. Thanks, Damien. And thank you at home for listening. I think it's fair to say Maurizio is worth spending your time with, wasn't he? I just, I loved his kind of spirituality, really. How much empathy he had for his players or... I guess he'd look at them as his as his sons or like his family almost. I, I guess believing that that close connection gets the best out of them, but also that absolute rock-solid belief that he can not only feel how they feel, but then use that to make them a better version of themselves. I mean, the stories he told about shaking their hands or kind of touching them and feeling from them an energy was just incredible. Nothing I expected to hear and certainly nothing I've ever heard spoken about in football anywhere I've been. I um I was blown away. He has an incredible aura. I actually left wanting to spend more time with him, um, which can't always be the case. Um, and I'm telling you now, whichever club lands him next, they will be a lucky football club. He had so much energy. We spoke before the pod in his office, and he just feels raring to go. You know, he just he seems ready. As does Jesus Perez, his assistant. They're a really strong team, and I wish them all the very best. Well, in these strange times, I just wanted to quickly say thanks again for perhaps finding a bit of solace and a bit of comfort with the High Performance Podcast. Um, Once again, please just stay safe and be sensible wherever you're listening to this. Follow the local advice. Seek help if you need it. Make sure you keep your physical and mental well-being at the top of your list of priorities. And lots of love to you, lots of love to your families. And uh, please do join us next time for the High Performance Podcast. All the best. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply.